Welcome to the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. This is Season 7, Episode 6, Overall, Episode 281. I am Cinch. I'm Sean. I'm Craig. And I am Britt. As you can hear, the entire gang has assembled because we are now through the positional announcements or positional ranking announcements, and we're now into roundtable territory. Yay! <laughs> Wrong. Yeah, I, was no. <laughs> I was I was I was hoping for a little bit more of a response. I'll, I'll no, you know what? You have to do it like uh, you have to do it like what's his name? That that political host dude of the classes. The who now? Are we the knights who say me? No, no. no. I, don't, I don't remember his name. Okay. The McLaurin Report. That, the, yeah, it's the that McNeil guy. The McNeil guy. Yeah, him. That guy. <laughs> the number one quarterback in the league. Sedge, wrong. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I think that, yeah. There was, there was a great <laughs> sketch on SNL like 30 years ago where Mike Myers did that guy. And like <laughs> I, I, the panelists just gave up trying to answer his questions because they knew they were going to be yelled at. <laughs> I think John Goodman was a guest host. At one point he was like, John Goodman, the best artist of the 80s. I- I'm not even sure why I'm still here. You're wrong! <laughs> the answer is Boz Lerman. <laughs> exactly. All right, anyway. Anyway, all right. Let's. We got a lot to get into tonight. So let's start where we always start. Let's go right around the horn. Cinch, what are you drinking tonight? I have a uh, Alchemist. Is that the name of the beer? The Alchemist, the Alchemist. is the name of the brewery. Uh, I have a Focal Banger then. Excuse me? <laughs> From Vermont. I don't know. Yeah, the Alchemist is out of Opal Vermont. Ganger, right. The Alchemist, Vermont. I hardly knew her. It is uh, <laughs> 7%. Uh, uh, there's six paragraphs on the back I'm not going to get into. <laughs> and I'm going to open it up and drink it. So the Alchemist is a, a well, small, from our perspective, brewer in Vermont. I've been hearing about them probably since about 2016, I think, 2017-ish. Um, Hetty Topper is like one of their big mainstays. So uh, this particular one, I don't know. So we'll have to see what Cinch thinks of it. So when you think of Vermont, what do you think of? Cheese. Uh, syrup. Did you say Cheesy cheese? <laughs> yes. Vermont cheddar cheese is amazing. Okay. Well, I think of trees. Call me crazy. So <laughs> this beer tastes like a beer that they cut down a, a pine tree and just poured beer over it and let it sit there, and then they gave it to you to drink. Huh. Yeah, their stuff tends to be very hoppy in my experience. Very hoppy. Sean, what are but you drinking? You know what? Yeah. Tastes like quality beer. Oh, it is a quality beer. But if, you, if you're not like hoppy, it's, you know, that's, that's a different you're story. You're weak. You're weak and you <laughs> won't survive the apocalypse. Grow that beard <laughs> out, son. Um, Sean, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a beer from Southern Tier, the Caramel Pumpkin Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Oh, pumpkin. 8.6%. What was that? I'm just, I'm, t- I'm taking a deep breath when I hear pumpkin. I, I have flashbacks to that year we were in Philadelphia. Yeah. Why were we in Philadelphia? Were uh-huh. we on our way to Atlantic City? Was that the year I got yeah. married? Yes, probably. We were on our way to Atlantic City, and I ordered a pumpkin beer in a bar, and the lady was like, I don't have that one anymore, but I've got something similar. And she brought us a glass, and it was the most spicy, heavy pumpkin beer I'd ever tasted in my life. And I shoved the glass across to Sean, and he was like, yeah, I'll take one of those too. And one beer turned into two, and I think turned into three. And that was when I looked at the waitress and went, 
That, did, you, did you tell me how strong this is? And found out it was Imperial Palm King. It was like 11%. <laughs> and I had to read the last hour. Oh, it's amazing. You've had the Palm King. You like the Nitro one. I have. It's my favorite beer. Yeah. I mean, that's it. It's, it's, it's a solid beer. We, Sean and I were a little bit newbie on it. We just we hadn't had it before. so. Uh, but it's just still one of my favorites. Sean, so Sean, what do you think about the Caramel Palm King? So it is 8.6%. It's a lower, lower Imperial, apparently um right away you could smell the caramel um the taste it's it's sweet it's a sweeter uh pumpkin beer it's almost like kind of like a pumpkin pie more than just pumpkin um but it's not as sweet as it i thought it was going to be with the smell okay jesus that was like that was like a bill shatner-esque review there with the odd pauses while he he mulled his choice taste choices there so craig what are you drinking uh so tonight i have a lime seltzer that also contains um gin so oh craig's on the seltzer train lately mm-hmm it's on the seltzer train. it didn't come this way i just i just made it so. well that's fair I have diet soda because I had a couple drinks last night during our production meeting and my stomach is not happy with me. <laughs> was it so, that or, or the pizza or the or the egg rolls, which were really good, by the way? Uh, the egg rolls were fine. I think it was just a combination of egg rolls, pizza, and beer. Mm. And my stomach was like, man, you, you can do two of these, but you can't do all three. <laughs> you got you to pick two out of the three in the future. <laughs> so, all right. On to the burning hot take. I have brought another piece of data from the free beta from fantasy points data data data.fantasypoints.com our friends that was run by john hansen and the guru i have for you guys another impossible stat trivia question all right no no one's excited about it okay yeah come on let's (laughs) do it bring that shit to me wow wow all right now that's that's energy right there he gets to go first now of (laughs) Of the quarterbacks who played a minimum of 10 games last year. So I don't want any like, you know, oh, this guy showed up and got three snaps. That's why it's number. No, you have to play at least 10 games. Okay. Only five were able to score more than point point six or more fantasy points per drop back. Hmm. So every time this person dropped back to pass, they scored at least point six fantasy points on average over the course of the season okay there are five people on this list okay give me the five names on the list and we start with cinch is, is this going to be fluky are these like good quarterbacks or i guys would consider that all of games? these good quarterbacks no well when you think about so who who's a who's a fluky quarterback that started at, at least 10 games last year i don't think there's any really on this list as a matter of fact, of the five names on this list, the no one started fewer than twelve. So yeah, I mean these are these are starting quarterbacks. Well, so the first name that jumps into my head would be Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is number one. He scored .71 fantasy points per dropback last year. That's a lot. Every time he drops back, that means he scores a fantasy. He scores a, a he scores three fantasy points every four times he drops back. <laughs> That is a lot of points. So Cinch scores the first point. Let's go to Sean because he's another guest. Sean, give me another name on this list. There's four names left on the list. I'm, I'm going to go chalk here, and I'm going to say Patty Mahomes. 
Patrick Mahomes is actually the last name on this list. He scored exactly 0.6 per dropback. But yes, Pat Mahomes is on the list. So now there's only three names left for Craig. <laughs> All right, well, Give let's me... go with the obvious one that everyone thinks I'm going to say, and I'll say Burrow. Joe Burrow was eighth on this list at wow. 0.54. So Craig Sad. gets a strike. Cinch, Cinch could basically lock this up if he gets another name off this list. Three names on the list. What do you got? Josh Allen. Josh Allen's number four, 0.64 points per dropback. So Cinch is the leader in the clubhouse with two points. Sean can pull into a tie if he can name one of the other two people on the list. Um, I am going to go with... I mean, I know he ended up with a lot of points last year, so I... I God, I, I'm going to go with, with Justin Fields. Justin Fields is <laughs> Justin Fields is number two on this list. Come on. <laughs> Justin Fields scored 0.7 fantasy points per drop back last year. Well, that's because he dropped back and then ran. <laughs> Have you noticed that about these guys? Oh, yeah. Hurts, Fields, <laughs> Allen, and Mahomes are all mobile. So Sean and Sean and, and since you're tied, Craig, I, I think I'm gonna you want to play spoiler and force a tie, or do you want to let one of them get a shot at winning this? Uh, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll just, I'll guess one more time. Okay. So Craig can, can, can play spoiler right now. There's <clears> one <throat> name left on the list. This guy scored exactly 0.65 fantasy points per drop back last year. Um, <clears throat> let's see. And where would this person be on the list? Like third? This is the third ranked person. Yes. Okay. It's Hertz Fields, mystery guy, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Interesting. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot in the dark because I don't know he I feel like he had a good year last year. So let's go with Geno Smith. Geno Smith is number thirteen on this list hmm. at point four nine. Cinch, you can win the game by getting this right. Craig, you're out. Sit down. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here's your winner. Here's the loser. That's your winner. Is it Tua? Tua Tagliavoa is number seven at 0.56 points per dropback, which means the door is open for Sean to win this. Oh, let's see. How to play 10 games. (laughs) I'm going to go. You need to use the bathroom or anything, folks. Now's a great time. I'm I'm (laughs) stuck between two names. Stuck between two names. Like, seriously. I'm going to go with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is number 12 on the list at 0.49. Okay, so All right, last, I got the next name. Last chance. You each get one more shot. Jared Goff. Jared Goff is number 15 on the list, <laughs> list at 0.47. Sean, all the marbles are settled for a tie. Well, uh, yeah, okay. So, I mean, now, now since they were all running quarterbacks, I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. No, Mark. say what your wife would like you to say. <laughs> Daniel Jones. Um, so then answer, you're going with Lamar Jackson? Did he play 10? I think he played 10 games. Yeah, he played exactly 12 and was 0.65 points per dropback. Sean wins go. the game. Wow, I didn't think he played that many games. 12 games. Didn't he seem that way. Year. Appeared in. It felt more well, like there was, there was definitely a theme. All the running quarterbacks were there. So here's the thing. So since expressed some surprise that Fields was on the list, and he's not wrong. 
everybody in that list. So take Lamar Jackson out because he only played 12 games. Let's say we made the line of qualification 15 games. That would put Hurts, Fields, Allen, and Mahomes still in it. Of those four guys, Fields dropped back over 100 times fewer than any of them. Mahomes dropped back over 720 times. Allen at 650, Hurts at 540. Justin Fields only dropped back 439 times in 15 games. He had to run away. They were were losing all of those games, too. And they didn't want him to throw the ball. So that's why... Anytime I hear this, the the fields for MVP or fields is going to be great. Until he shows he could throw it, I don't buy it. He also led all of those. Hold on. Hold on. I'm I'm hosting the show. Take your time. (laughs) Justin Fields also scrambled for far more yards than any of them. Justin Fields had 642 yards in the scramble on 66 opportunities. Allen was the next closest at 136 fewer yards. Now, Sean, what did you have to say? Uh, I was just going to say, well, this is the year that he's going to either prove it or or they're going to say, uh, yeah, you're not worth it. So I'm bank I'm banking on that he's going to he's going to show enough this year. I'm happy to hear that for you. Okay, moving on. So now it's time for the it's time for my favorite part of the year where I tell people where they ranked certain players and let them fight like rabid dogs. <laughs> well, unfortunately, there wasn't a whole lot of discrepancy this year. I'm kind of sad. So our so we're going to spend about 10 minutes on each one. And then we're, so basically what I'm going to do is I want to ask some, some questions of their contributors. Then I'm going to have a moment just to toss out something they want about the position and we'll move on. Start with quarterbacks. We're largely in consensus on the top 10 quarterbacks with some interesting exceptions. The biggest exception I want to point out is that uh, Craig and I both had Justin Fields at eighth overall. Sean had him at seventh overall, but Cinch puts Justin Fields all the way down at 12th behind Tua, behind Deshaun Watson, behind Anthony Richardson. Cinch, what is your concern with Justin Fields that you would take Deshaun Watson ahead of him? Well, Watson has been a top five quarterback in the league. Fields hasn't. Fields hasn't shown me. He's shown me that he can run the ball effectively as a quarterback. Mm. that's about it. And the bears beat the hell out of the Patriots last year for whatever that's worth, because the Patriots weren't very good. I just, you know what? This is where fields belongs. I had right behind fields, two spots. I had Goff, and I think Jared Goff might be better than fields. So I think instead of questioning me, I think (laughs) you three need to look in the mirror and figure out who you have just after Fields, and wonder why you think those guys are going to be as bad as you think they're going to be. Okay, so right. I can answer that question. So let's let's say that. So Craig ranked Fields at eight. He has Aaron Rodgers at nine. So he has Justin Fields just ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, let's see. I have Fields at eight. I have who's at my nine? Who's my nine? I have Trevor Lawrence at nine. I think that's pretty pretty straightforward. Uh, where is? Sean has him at seven and has Trevor Lawrence at eight. So Sean and I are in relative agreement that, you know, Fields is just a notch better than Lawrence. Craig, why Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. Why are you putting Justin Fields one notch ahead of Aaron Rodgers? Uh, that's because at the time, I did not know what was happening with his career. So that's why he's there. Sure. Now I, he would be higher on my list. Aaron Rodgers would? Yes. <clears throat> okay, so 
So that was going to lead to my next question, which is what's the one guy you would move up or move down? So Aaron Rodgers would be your guy that you would move up? Yeah, I'd probably put him. Let's see. I'm looking at my list. I have him at 11. Yeah, I would probably put him at 8. Okay. You know? Who's the one guy you'd move down right now from your – and again, we do these rankings well in advance to be able to produce these episodes. So this is an opportunity for guys to say, you know what, three or four weeks later, here's what I found out. So who would you move down uh, off of yeah. your original rankings? Move down? Hmm. 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 Uh, that's rough. <clears throat> Ooh, maybe. Him. Uh, <laughs> mm, I mean, I know I'm going to sound like a Tua hater, but I don't know. I still don't see, I don't see him lasting long this season. So probably it's, Tua. It's, it's not news that you hate Tua. So. I don't hate new Tua. I just don't think he should play football anymore for his own safety. Fair enough. Sean, who's the one guy you wish you had rated higher? The one guy I wish I rated higher. I am going to go with... Justin Fields. No, not Justin Fields. <laughs> seven, seven is a good spot for him. You know, I mean, I'm looking at my, my, my rankings, and there's not much I would do different. Um, I guess I could say that I would probably push oh my god i don't even know okay we'll come back to sean even though i told him last night i was going to ask this question and he's completely unprepared i want to push up russell wilson why wait where did you have him ranked i had him 17 i had 17th behind richardson and daniel jones and kirk cousins and aaron Rodgers. i'd probably move him up before daniel jones so another two spots, three, two spots. Okay. Three spots, maybe before Kirk Cousins, I think he has a higher upside. Since, since who, who do you got? Who's the one guy you would have moved up if you had to redo these rankings today? So I'm going to change that question to who the, who's the guy I want to move down because my guy is, next, my guy is Russell Wilson, who Sean wanted to move up and I had him ranked at 17 and I think he needs to drop down because oh. I've only heard bad things out of his his play in Denver. And I would gladly put Garoppolo ahead of him. Maybe oh. Carr. Maybe even Pickett. Wow. Sean, your response. Uh no. There's no way. Not okay. Sean Payton is gonna is gonna throw the ball pick. for him. He's had one bad year. One bad year, and everyone wants to throw him away. Oh, he's done. He's he's gone. He's done. That he look who he had. It was horrible. Wait, hey, Hackett. Hackett's not a is a isn't a head coach. So okay, I think with, but hold on. Peyton's there. It's gonna and the talent is just too much. I mean, look what he he did with Seattle, and they didn't even have as good of a talent as they have in in Denver. So I think he can definitely be. A high-end RB, uh, quarter second, uh, second quarterback in two quarterback leagues. Okay, Cinch. I respectfully disagree. I think Fair that enough. he had solid running backs. He had solid receivers, and I don't care what play the coach is calling. When the quarterback snaps the ball and has the ball in his hand, throw it to the open guy. And if no one's open, if Russell Wilson was still good he would be able to scramble the way he always used to and scramble around until someone got open. He has stopped running. He doesn't scramble around anymore. 
So he's back there for his 3.2 seconds, and then he's throwing it somewhere, wherever, but somewhere. I, I, I am sick and tired from a Patriot point of view of everyone excusing how bad Mac was because he had bad coaching. Yeah, okay, some of that is true, but at the end of the day, you've got the ball in your hands. Throw it to an open receiver. Throw a good pass. I think Russell Wilson's best days are behind him, and I don't think Mac Jones ever had a good day. Wow. Okay, we're going to move on from there. <laughs> Let's and show and before... Finch hates Justin Fields because he actually wanted the Patriots to draft him. Okay, so what I did. I would have traded up and taken him. We're going we're gonna to move on. Don't maybe get the air horn. Okay. <laughs> Running backs. We were, again, very much in sync. We did have one interesting outlier in the top three, where top three was McCaffrey, Eckler, and Barkley. But Cinch has Barkley all the way down at sixth, behind the likes of Jonathan Taylor and Tony Pollard. Cinch, why so down on Saquon Barkley? Well, it's not so much that I'm down on him. I just think the Giants had the easiest schedule. They had the easiest divisions last year to play. This year, the schedule's a little bit harder. If you're playing the Giants, you've got to stop the run. And by stopping the run, I also mean the quarterback running. I, mm-hmm. I don't see today's defenses, they, they're in like a nickel all the time. Just stop the run. You know, I mean, I I don't know. I just Fair I, enough. I think I think Barkley is good. I ranked him six. I don't think that's an insult. I think that's where he belongs. Fair enough. Sean, you ranked Tony Pollard at 10. Meanwhile, our good friend Joe Mixon, you ranked at 13. Pollard three spots better than Mixon? Oh, yeah. I mean, again, and that at this point, um, the Mixon was still going through that, you know, what's his role going to be? Because there was, you know, controversy, uh, contract, uh, legal stuff, blah, blah, blah. So, but... I'd still have Pollard over Mixon, but I'd be glad to have either one on my team. So, Fair enough. Fair enough. Craig, you had an interesting take in that you ranked Kenny Walker the third, who I had never <laughs> heard of before. You had him ranked all the way down at 25th. Some of the names you ranked ahead of him were names such as J.K. Dobbins and Jameer Gibbs. You have James Conner ahead of him. And you've yeah. been very, very clear on your thoughts on James Conner. Why are you so <clears throat> down on Kenny Walker, Texas again, Ranger? Again, it's his injury, and he's already hurt again. So That's true. He was actually healthy when we wrote this, and you already saw it coming. <laughs> so that's 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 my reasoning, really. <laughs> Injury-prone people scare me, especially running backs. So Okay, yeah. really quick, right around the horn, starting with Craig again. Somebody you would move up? or someone you would move down off of your original rankings based on what you know today? Uh, Dalvin Cook would shoot up into my top 10. Oh, that's an easy one. Top 10? Wow. Yeah, I put him probably ahead of Chubb. (laughs) Wow, okay. You have Chubb at 7, so that means he's the top 6. Interdivision hatred is showing. Do you not think (laughs) Brees Hall is ready to play, even though he's off the buff? No. They're not going to, Brees Hall is not going to have, with Dalvin Cook there, he's not going to have the year that he had last year. I don't think it's coincidence either that they activated Brees Hall from the pup the same day 
that the Dalvin Cook deal became official. <laughs> I don't think that's accidental because they wanted to avoid that whole kind of, hey, we did this because Brees Hall is still hurt conversation. So, Sean, somebody you'd elevate or somebody you drop. Go. I would. I'm going to drop Ramadre Stevenson. Um, with the um, Ezekiel Elliott signing, he's going to scavenge a lot of those goal line touches. And that kind of scares me with the touchdowns because um, I, I like Ramadre Stevenson, but if he's not scoring touchdowns, that's going to drop him out of the top 12 for me. Never draft a Patriot running back. You know that. <laughs> Cinch, somebody you like better now or like less now? Uh, I like Jameer Gibbs. I had him ranked at 17, and I've only heard good things. He's going to be, I don't know, you know, I've heard third down back, but I've also heard he's their primary running back. So I, I know that he could catch. So in PPR leagues, that's definitely a positive. I had him at 17. If I were to do it today, I would rank him higher. Same here. Okay. I didn't do the up guy. Sorry. Oops. No, I only gave you the option to do one. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's an error on my calculations. I had I had Jameer Gibbs miscategorized in the initial rankings because I had Cinch's value in there wrong. I had him as unlisted, and he actually is 17. So that's a mistake on my part, which would move up Jameer Gibbs like four spots on our consensus ranking. So passes. Where? Eight, uh, I don't know, but after Miles Sanders, well, I don't he know. He deserves you to be higher than him. Not according to us. Two <laughs> 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 okay. of us. Two of us had Miles Sanders right behind Jameer Gibbs. Two of us had Miles Sanders ahead of Jameer Gibbs. So maybe that would be different today. But okay, so I just found a calculation error on my part. But that's that's okay. These things happen. It's fine. All right, moving on to wide receivers. My beer is really good. I'm glad. Keep drinking it. <laughs> we had a lot of agreement in the wide receivers, except for one individual. Oh, boy. This man put Tyreek Hill at seven. He put Cooper Cup at six. And he put Stefan Diggs at 10. Ooh. My God, who would he possibably put ahead of them? He put I know. <laughs> AJ Brown and Amon Ross St. Brown ahead of Hill, <clears throat> Cup, and Diggs. Craig, explain yourself. Uh, let's see. Amon Ra, he's the main target in, in Detroit. He's going to get the most looks clearly what's that was hill cup and Diggs. okay so cup has already been injured twice since we made this list tyreek hill's quarterback may not live to see october and stefan Diggs. i think it's pretty clear about how i feel about stefan Diggs in fantasy so but hill still produced even when tua was out does it really matter he did but also the other thing too is they're apparently really big on the rookie running back they drafted so I think that's also going to change their offense as well. Last year, the Dolphins stopped running the ball and threw on like every down. And everyone going into the season was saying the head coach McDaniel coming from the 49ers, he was the running game coordinator. He's going to run it a lot. And all he did was throw it. So I don't care who they draft at running back. They want to throw the ball. That's kind of where I'm at too. I kind of agree with Cinch on that one. I was that was I was just like, wow, Craig was lower than everybody on those guys. And one of the and Craig was higher than everybody on this team on Garrett Wilson. Really? Craig, Garrett Wilson? 
You've got him rated yep. above C.D. Lamb. Uh, yeah, now I stand by that with Garrett Wilson's quarterback. So, Jesus. Listen, you're going line. if you're in PPR, Garrett Wilson. I don't. C.D. Lamb is not the answer. Wow, Craig Damn. is drinking the green Kool Aid. <laughs> I agree with that take. <laughs> you like you like Wilson over Lamb? Yes. You actually did write right. Wilson higher than Lamb too. I'm not Sean there and I yet. Were, Sean and I were the only two that put Lamb ahead of Wilson. I'm not there yet. I like Wilson, but I'm not ready to put him above C.D. Lamb. Um, I still have Wilson top ten, but not top. What what was it? Top five? No, not yeah, top you five. you've got C.D. Lamb at five, and you've got Garrett Wilson at nine. So you 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 look at C.D. Lamb as a bona fide prospect here. Oh, yeah, that's I, why I drafted him in Dynasty. I I I I understand that there's more to wide receiver points than just how many touches they get. Like with running backs, it's all about the amount of touches, right? Uh, wide receivers, people talk about the targets all the time and target share and all that stuff. The Cowboys have decided that Tony Pollard is the answer at the running game. And we don't expect CeeDee Lamb to see more opportunity. We don't expect CeeDee Lamb, who I think, what, he rushed like eight or nine times last season to do an extra end round or two at some point in the season to get to 10 to 12 carries. And I look at Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a freaking statue at this point in his career. He can launch the ball, but Garrett Wilson is still Garrett Wilson. He's not going to be. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually shocked. I I think CD lamb outscores Garrett Wilson by a country mile this year by a country mile. If I could interject, Please. I watched I watched Hard Knocks, and the Jets are going undefeated, and I just don't understand anything <laughs> anyone else is saying. Is that is Craig producing that? Is that why Craig's <laughs> drinking the Kool Aid? Oh my God! You would think Aaron Rodgers is producing it. <laughs> he probably oh, is. It is the worst season I've seen. There I mean, they no they didn't want to do it, so I can see it being the worst season so far. I just I can't I can't get behind it. What I am interested to hear about tonight, though, is one of our contributors actually ranked Chris Olave in the top 10. Oh. I had him at 16. Craig had him at 14. Sean had him at 11. But Cinch thinks he's a top 10 wide receiver this year. Cinch, fill us in. Why are you so high on Olave? Again, you're coming to me when the three of you were wrong and I'm right. I just don't understand. <laughs> but I'll go. I'll go. He is the number one target on the Saints offense. I look at the Saints as a team that is an eight and nine type team. So I think they're going to be throwing the ball often. I think at quarterback, they definitely have better than they had last year. And it's not saying much, but Carr is a guy that will start 17 games and will spread the ball around. I think he's an upgrade at quarterback. I think it will help Olave. And with Kamara being suspended for three games or four games, whatever it is, that's just more offense heading Olave's way. So I'll tell you why you're wrong, because you're right. (laughs) You're right in that Derek Carr will spread the ball around. The problem is he's going to spread the ball around to the other team a fair few times over the course of the time while he's trying to spread the ball around to his teammates. Carr is an upgrade, but that's like saying – this blank piece of bread with some mustard on it is an upgrade over the shit sandwich that you handed me five minutes ago. 
the New Orleans, I mean, again, there was a point in time where Taysom Hill was looking like the answer in freaking New Orleans. It is a shit show down there. I, I do not see, and maybe, again, this is divisional bias because I've watched Derek Carr suck for so long, but I, I don't see that he is going to have a real impact in season for New Orleans. I know he's looked good in the preseason, I I would be shocked if this team won more than six games. Let let me just jump back real quick on you. Okay. His his previous opponents, he had the Chiefs, he had the Chargers, and he had a Denver team that, while it was terrible, had a really good defense. Now he's going against Carolina, at, Atlanta, and the team formerly known as the Tampa Bay Bucks. That now are you know they just might as well be like a a AAA football team. So, I mean, the competition is that different now where the defenses aren't as good as what he was facing, and that's why I think what I think. I, I understand that. I still um, – I, I think you're taking a little bit of a leap of faith here, but more power to you if you land on your feet after doing it. So, all right, moving on. Um, I want to – can I say one thing? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I like I – like, Olave a lot, but you know, if you look at the guys ahead of him, it's, it's Jefferson, Chase, Hill, Cup, Lamb, Adams, Diggs, AJ Brown. I have Garrett Wilson and Amon Ron St. Brown. I don't see him getting above those guys, and he's the next guy after that. So I think right there is a good spot. I mean, I, am I going to say that he's not going to outbeat one of those other guys? Eh, no, I guess not. He could. Well, I mean, I I didn't rank him third. No, <laughs> he's ninth. I, I had all of those guys you said except for AJ Brown and Lamb because yeah. I just don't love Lamb the way you do. And AJ Brown had a great year, but I think he's due for a little regression this year. I, I okay. think that's fair. I mean, we've seen so many teams, with the exception of maybe the Chiefs in the last five or six years, who make that Super Bowl appearance and then next year they regress. Even I mean, the Rams just like. It, it was almost sad to watch what happened to the Rams. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I can definitely, definitely understand that. I Let's wasn't sad. To... Me I, either. I you me either. Let's move on to tight ends. Um, So this is, this is where I get to pick on myself because we are you... all... I'm sorry. What? <laughs> there was the up and down thing that you do. You yeah, there do sure was, except somebody said, can I ask a question and took up the time, so we had to move oh. on. <laughs> Tell us about that up and down thing you do. Okay. Would you like to share one wide receiver with us, Amazing Larry? <laughs> um, you go gonna. somebody else first. No, there's not time for somebody else. Okay, never mind. We're moving to tight ends. <laughs> We're moving to tight ends. This is, this is why the, the people are always like, why don't you do round tables more often? Why? Because I, this is why I drink. And I'm not drinking tonight, so. <laughs> Tell me where and move them up. We do that. Okay, thanks. Moving on. <laughs> In the tight end rankings, one of these people, these people, these beautiful people on this call, one of them had the audacity to put Kyle Pitts at two. <laughs> Everybody else has Kyle Pitts at four or six, except for one contributor. The contributor who put Kyle Pitts at two is me. <laughs> I have him ahead of Andrews. I had him ahead of Hawkinson. I think this is, I think it's, I think Atlanta is trying to find itself and it's going to find itself throwing the ball to Kyle Pitts, provided he stays healthy. 
I'm going to give each of you 30 seconds to tell me why I am bone stupid. And let's start with Cinch. It's all about rule number one. It's all about the quarterback. That's rule number one. Do you think Ritter is an answer? Because if you think he's clueless the way I think he's clueless, it doesn't matter what Pitts is doing. Ritter is not getting him the ball. Put, I put, think... Pitts, put Pitts on Kansas City. Put Pitts on Cincinnati. Put him on, I don't know, another good offensive team, and he would be the superstar think... you think he is. I think, I think the fact that Atlanta's clueless plays into his value because this kid is going to drop or dump off the ball a lot. And I think I think the Pitts is going to be the beneficiary of it. So I I'm kind of looking at this. I agree at this. I agree with you in, in your assessment. I just think the result is going to provide something different. Sean, why am I crazy about Kyle Pitts? Why are you crazy about Kyle Pitts? Um, it it's the injury history. Um, I can't trust him. I mean, maybe you know, like fourth above Kittle because then Kittle's had some injuries. Goddard has some injuries, but above Kelsey Andrews and Hawkinson it's just it's too much of a reach there well, he's not um, above Kelsey Kelsey's Kelsey's a consensus one but I do have him ahead of Andrews and Hawkinson yeah I I just don't I just because there's just too much of an injury history they're going to be focusing on him in in London um when they're when they're passing downs and okay. it just not, I, I, it's just going to be too hard. I think, I think he's very talented, but it's just going to be too hard in that offense. Okay, Craig, why am I, why am I wrong about Kyle Pitts? Uh, the same, really. Like, I just don't think Atlanta has a clue, and I don't think it's really going to help him at all. Like, like Singe said, if he's on another team, yes, but Atlanta, no. Okay, so the other face-off we have in the tight end rank is, believe it or not, Cole Komet. One of us ranked him as the 10th best tight end, a clear tight end one. One of us ranked him at 21. And the answer is neither one of those people is Sean, the Bears fan. (laughs) So I would like to hear from Craig, the person who ranked him in the top 10, why Cole Komet is a top 10 tight end. And then I'd like to hear from Cinch, who ranked him at 21, <laughs> why Craig is wrong. I only ranked 20. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. And you didn't rank Cole Komet, so he's automatically ranked at 21. That's too high. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, uh, so then I'll I, rephrase the question. Why is he top 10 for Craig and not even ranked by Cinch? Craig. I Well, as side note, uh, Komet is my cliff um tight end True. so this is where the but, drop-off happens according to craig yeah so for me I, you know i think it's just the the team that he's on i think justin fields still needs to use him as a safety net for when he's allowed to pass um so that's that's really why it's kind of a volume so that, thing <laughs> so that puts him ahead of n- names like dalton schultz on houston uh, if he was still on David. dallas then yes <laughs> David and Joku, you put um, ahead of Dolchich and Higby. Yeah. Okay. Since yeah. why is he nuts? My philosophy in ranking players, not just in fantasy rankings, but, but in life. How how good <laughs> someone is in life. You gotta show me first. Like everyone was high on the Bengals after Burroughs' first season, 
and this year they're going to be great. And I didn't think they were great because they hadn't been great before. So I needed to see it. And Burrow has been very good, and the Bengals have been very good. Fields, in my opinion, has not been a good quarterback. So until he shows me that he could throw the ball, that they could win games because of him throwing the ball, I can't worry about where his tight end is. Coming into last season, Kmet didn't have any touchdown catches. Mm. He he had, I don't know, three or four last year, and that's good. That's That's progress. But I just – there's too many other guys – on passing offenses that I would rather take a chance on instead of commit. Okay. Round the horn really quick, starting with Sean. One tight end you're moving up or one tight end you're moving down? I definitely up um, Kincaid and Laporta. I had them down at 23 and 24. Um, Above like Everett and McBride and those guys. Um, Guy, I and and also Waller up as well. I like Waller this year. He's he's had nothing but rave reviews, and he okay. might be their number one target. Okay, Craig, somebody you're moving up or down in the tight end rank? Uh, let's see, Sue. Let me look through my list really quick here. I just hex me. I did. I did. I would probably honestly right now. I had Kyle Pitts at four. I'd probably move him down a few notches. <laughs> sacrilege crush cinch save us i almost have to pass on this for tight ends i have the top seven and after that any name you throw in will be good enough because they're all the same um my number seven is kittle maybe i would move him up it seems like brock purdy is going to be healthy purdy threw it to kittle a lot but I just can't trust Kittle to stay healthy. So, you know, I, I'm not moving anybody on the tight ends. They're all the same. The correct answer is Zach Ertz. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't. Zach Ertz has been fully cleared. Everything I'm hearing is good. Um, he's still a Cardinal, which is probably the only thing I'm hearing that's bad. But uh, I we all had Zach Ertz really low because of the injury. Uh, none of us had him higher than 21, and that was since who only ranked 20 players, so he was automatically assigned to 21. Um, <laughs> you know, everybody else had him at 25 or worse, and I, I think Zach Ertz is going to actually be a difference maker in Arizona. Now, there's no question Arizona is playing for the one pick, and um, you know, Kyler Murray's nameplate on his um. <laughs> on his locker was printed out using like Microsoft word. Um, there's no <laughs> nice engraved locker plate for him this year. So, uh, and I, I forget the guy's name, but they were talking about this on fantasy sports Jake radio Brett. yesterday. Who's the kid coming out of college that just won the Heisman? Oh, oh God. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Smith. Caleb. Is it again? I, that, I don't, I don't follow college nearly as as closely as i follow yeah caleb williams they're saying caleb williams is coming out next year from usc and they have every intention of grabbing him and ruining another heisman winner's <laughs> career like they did in 2018 when they got kyler murray after his after he won the heisman in 2018 can we just stop by the way I'll use this as my final thought right here, because we're going to move on to final thoughts now anyway. Sure. My final thought for the week is, can we stop assuming 
that people who win the Heisman are good, particularly at quarterback. Just go, let's go backwards. Okay, so Caleb Williams, Bryce Young, jury's still out. Devontae Smith, not bad. Joe Burrow confirmed, but that's one right now. Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson. Okay, Lamar Jackson, we can say he's decent. That's two, two quarterbacks. Marcus Mariota. Remember him? Jameis Winston. Remember him? Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Oh, poor, poor Johnny. Robert Griffin III. <laughs> oh, God. Injury. Cam Newton. Oh. Cam was uh, almost good. Hall of kinda. Fame. Almost. He won an MVP. He, okay, so we'll, we'll put him in the good. good put, put three. Him in the good so that's three. that's three. Three. Sam Bradford. Sure. He made Tim, a lot of money. Tim Tebow. Sure. Yeah. Troy Smith. Was Troy, Troy Smith a, Troy Smith was a quarterback, Howard. wasn't he? Was Troy he? Smith was not Desmond Howard. I do not remember him. 2006. That's how long ago. I, I'll skip him. Matt Leinert. <laughs> yeah, we're already back to 2004. We'll go back. Oh, no. Go to, go to, no, go to 2000. Just go to, go to 2000. 2002, Carson Palmer. He was good. Ward. What was what? the Ward guy that ended up being a basketball player? Charlie Ward. He That's was a Charlie pretty Ward. solid. Wow. We're, we're, wow. Not, we're not anywhere near there. He was 1992. Yeah, but still. Uh, no, yeah, Troy Smith is a court was a quarterback. He played for this. So there's another one. We didn't even know he was a quarterback. That's how little impact he had. 2002 was Carson Palmer. 2001 was Eric Crouch. Wow. And 2000 Ouch. was Chris Winkie. So in the last wow. 22 years, there's been Wait. four quarterbacks worth a damn that have won the Heisman. Yeah. Four. Yeah. And if we want to go further back. We're gonna start talking about names like Danny Werfel, Gino Toretta. Charlie Ward, Ty Detmer, Andre Ware. Hey, he was good, wasn't he? You want to go all the uh, way back to 86? It's Vinny Testaverde. Hey, Vinny. He was the best one out of all these losers. That's right. We're back, almost, we're back over oh. 40 years at this point. So my, my, my point is this. Stop putting emphasis on the Heisman, particularly with quarterbacks. Craig, what is your final thought at, for this week? Oh, wow. That was that was a lot. Um heavy my heavy. <laughs> my final thought i'm just gonna keep it simple with the with the quarterback theme just so everyone knows um if you if you are drafting kyler murray call of duty comes out november 10th um he's probably gonna get it earlier so just so you're aware of when that little downfall on the chart is gonna start <laughs> good 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 sean what's your final thought for this week Oh, final thought. We we all do these rankings. We all do these things and, and our opinions. And, you know, it, it's all it's all a guessing game. You, you take the information. You get what you like. You have your own tiers. Have fun with the drafts and just pick pick the guys that are the best players that that are are there. And don't worry about everything else. I agree with Sean. Generally, I try to pick the best players in my draft as well. So, <laughs> Cinch, what's your don't final thought? Player or a system. Okay, All right, don't, here, okay. here we go. My final thought. Oh, boy, here it comes. This, when this it comes to quarterbacks, when it comes to quarterbacks this year, you want to jump and take one of the good ones fast. Don't wait. Previously, we said, wait, they're all the same after the top one or two. And I don't think so. 
I think you got about four guys, and then there's a drop off. At you the think? same time, at the same time, when we're talking running backs, every year we all rank the top ten running backs. Look back at what they actually were, and you get about three or four that are in the top ten. That's because they get banged around and they get hurt. So don't fall in love with a running back early in the draft. Zero running back theory. Take your guy in the fifth round, the sixth round, the seventh round. You'll come up with something okay. Get the better receiver. Get the better quarterback. That's my final thought. Ow. I'm stunned. Damn. <laughs> I'm stunned. I'm going to – I yeah, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but it's his final thought. I can't argue it. That's the way final thoughts work. So, um, Anchor you, running back. That's the theory. What, what? Just don't worry about it. Next week. <laughs> Next week, join Cinch, Craig, and I as we discuss okay. and and the random the random shouting ghost of Sean flavored mayonnaise in the background there. That that's an actual Sean story. Forty-seven right? ninja clowns. Forty-seven ninja clowns. Oh man. Oh, my. God. Okay. You know what? It, you, you, you can't argue a final thought, but you, and you can't argue with leaving us a review because it's the best thing you can do to help us on our podcast. Wherever you found us, wherever you listen to us, go and leave us a review. Leave us some feedback. We'd love to hear it. Also, get in touch with us. We have one more roundtable left next week. If you'd like to ask us a question, email it to us. We are available at FignutsDFS, FignutsDFS at gmail.com. You can tweet at us. I don't know if anybody's still watching the Twitter. It exists. The X. I'm sorry. The X. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm getting a tap. <laughs> uh, I'm being handed a piece of paper by a lawyer. The uh, platform formerly known as Twitter, you can post <laughs> to us on X at FignutsDFS. That's right. On X at FignutsDFS. Is that okay? Is Big Daddy Elon all right? Okay, thank you. <laughs> you can also reach out to us on Facebook. We are the Football Fignuts Podcast there. However you reach out to us, we'd love to hear from you. As always, there is never enough time for me to cause enough fights that I would like to in these rankings. Um, these guys give us a lot of good information, and I think Sean's point is very valid. At the end of the day, you're the one pulling the trigger. Um, unlike a certain cousin who we won't mention yeah. who begged one of us to draft a team for him, then trashed us for drafting the team, and then won his <laughs> fucking league. Good job. And, 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 and then after trashing the contributor, came back this year and goes, are you going to draft for me again? Fuck no, I'm not going to draft for you again. <laughs> Jesus. Why would I do that? You told me I was stupid. Anyway. <laughs> next week, gentlemen, we got one more roundtable left, and this week is draft strategy. Ooh. So get your draft strategies together. Any any topic is open. Any topic is fair game. We're going to put our hats on, and we're going to help people prepare for their fantasy draft in a way that you can't possibly choreograph, even though I try. So, <laughs> until we speak to you guys next week, thank you so much for j joining us. Hello to Deb, and my name is Britt. I'm Craig. Craig, Deb. I'm Sean. And I am Cinch. And we, are the, and we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Have a great week, everybody. Sean is wrong.